Good evening, church. So great to see everyone once again this Saturday. And, um, you know, as we gather today, I, I'm not very sure whether uh, any one of you is uh, like me, like that, quite tired, actually, at this point. Uh, but, you know, however our week is, however our day is, let's all just, you know, turn our focus to the God who has given us this day, you know, that He has made. He's given us this church for us to love. And He has given us this life for us to live for Him. So let us turn our eyes to God and to remember that, you know, whether big things or small things, let us commit it to God because only in Christ alone do we find our hope. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace Reveals us still when striving seas My comforter my all in all, here in the love of Christ, I stand. Shall I invite all of us to stand as we respond to God? In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe. This gift of love and righteousness Scorned by the ones he came to save Till on that cross as Jesus died The, the rebel God was satisfied 
Amen. Indeed, it's only in the power of Christ we stand and under the strength of God. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our Saturday evening service. If you are wondering whether we have a new pastor today, <laughs> we are very happy to have with us Pastor Adrian and uh, Reverend Adrian, who is from our Chinese congregation, to come and join us today. Because Pastor Darren is up with the youth. I was preaching at the youth service. So Pastor Adrian is, huh? <laughs> what happened to Joseph? You all know what happened to him. Uh, he, he was married this morning, so he's not here with us today. So uh, Pastor Adrian will come and celebrate communion for us today. So as we come before the Lord, let's just look to him. Indeed, the scripture says, we all gather together to worship Him, and may the Lord just minister to us as we draw near to Him to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Yes, indeed. Um, the Lord be with you. And also with you. And let us all pray together. Almighty God, Almighty God, that open all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated as we take time to confess our sins before the Lord. scripture record for us that our Lord Jesus Christ said this, that the Lord our God is the only God. And 
The first commandment is this, that we are to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. And the second is this, that we are to love our neighbour as ourselves, for there is no other commandment greater than this. So as we take time to think of the week that has just passed, let's just look to the Lord and let's scan through the week, things that we have done. Scripture says the things that we want to do, we don't do. And that is sin. The things that we don't do, that we are not supposed to do, yet we do. And that is not pleasing to God either. So that's Take a moment, bow our hearts as we scan through the week before we pray this general confession together. So brothers and sisters, let's pray together. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our fellow men in thoughts and deeds. And we have sinned against you and against our fellow men in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Forgive our sins and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. If all who truly repent have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, comfort and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Amen. Shall we just stand as redeemed people and let's greet one another in the name of the Lord. church today right uh, we're gonna sing a song actually um, it's in the 2000s la. <laughs> okay it's it's not really a new song but we haven't sang it before in church so I'm gonna sing it once through and uh, I believe all of you um, very talented people should be able to pick it up right <laughs> amen <laughs> no I'm uh, not talented uh. okay la. let's try it together okay so the song goes like this for the praises of man, I will never ever stand. For 
the kingdoms of this world I'll never give my heart away or shout my praise my allegiance and devotion my heart's desire and no emotion go to serve the man who died upon that tree if you can you can try to follow along with me for the praises of man I will never ever stand for the kingdoms of this world I'll never give my heart away or shout my praise and my allegiance and devotion my heart's desire and no emotion go to serve the man who died upon that tree this is how the chorus goes only a god like you could be worthy of my praise and all my hope and faith to only a king of all kings do i bow my knee and sing give my everything only a god like you could be worthy of my praise and all my hope and faith to only a king of all kings do i bow my knee and sing give my everything to only my maker my father my savior redeemer restorer rebuilder rewarder to only a god like you do i give my praise yeah so i hope that all of you have kind of learned the song at least like just a little bit of the tune are you guys ready to praise the lord I don't think God can hear you. Are you ready to praise the Lord? Amen. Come, let's start. If you can, you can clap along. We are. For the praises of man, I will never ever stand. For the kingdoms of this world, I'll never give my heart away or shout my praise, my allegiance and devotion, my heart's desire and no emotion. Go to serve the man who died upon that tree. Let's sing this again. For oh, the praises of man, I will never ever stand. For oh, the kingdoms of this world, I'll never give my heart away. Or shout my praise, my allegiance and my heart's desire and no emotion Go to serve the man who died upon that tree Only a God like you Could be worthy of my praise And all my hope and faith To only a king of all 
Shall we sing to only my maker? To only my maker, my father, my savior, redeemer, restore, rebuilder, rewarder, to only a God like you, to I give Let us. Your grace is enough, more than I need. At your word, I will believe. I wait for you. Draw near again. Let your spirit. 
that even in our weaknesses, God, even when we are still in sin, Christ died for us. That is the love. The love that has been poured out. 
Thank you, Jesus, that you bore the pain, that you bore the suffering for the sake of love, for the sake of us. And Father, we want to remember, God, your word, your commandment to us, that truly, as you said to us, love one another because God is love. First John, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Father, as we commit the next song to you, help us not to just sing the lyrics, but Lord, that as we sing God, that the conviction will go into our hearts, that truly we will love one another just like how we have loved us. Amen. We're going to sing the next song. It's called Love One Another. I've not heard of this song before this week, but as we are preparing for um, this week's worship set, I thought, yeah, it would be good, you know, together as a church when we are able to sing this to one another, you know, to remember that together as a church, we are called to love, you know, and first, we are to first love one another because we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? Yeah, if you can, let's learn this song together. It's really simple. Love, love, love one another. Love one another, for God is love. Love, love, love one another. Love one another, for God is love. Let's sing this again. Love, love, love one another. Love one another, for God is love. Love, oh love, love one another. Love one another, for God is love. This is how the verse goes. Anyone who does not give love, does not know God. Yet anyone who extends His grace is a child of the Father who oh, love, love, love one another, love one another. Love one another, for God is love. Anyone who 
does not give love, does not know God. Yet anyone who extends his grace is a child of the Father. I encourage you to sing to one another, love, love, turn to the next person. Oh God, move to the next person if you can. Love, love, love one another. Love one another. For God is love. Let's sing this again. Love, love, love one another with conviction. Love one another. I will love, love, love one another, love one another, for God is love. Last line, love one another, for God is before I hand over to intercession, just like to say I love my worship team. <laughs> yeah, amen. Uh, we right, love let's you have too. Ken <laughs> to lead us uh, in the time brothers of Brothers and sisters, good afternoon. Have a seat, please. Please have a seat. Thank you. What a beautiful song. First time I've heard it. I first thought it was a song from the Beatles, All You Need Is Love, but it's different. Yeah, wonderful. Um, yeah, you guys sometimes wonder why when we pray intercession, Mabel, myself, and all the others who pray intercession, sold. Yeah. Um, the Anglican Church, we follow the Book of Common Prayers, right? And in the Book of Common Prayers, there are certain sets of prayers that they like to encourage us to use. And that's why I am reading the phone, and Mabel, sometime Pastor Mabel will have the phone. So let's bow our heads and pray together to Almighty God. Ah, oh God, oh God, the creator and the preserver of all mankind, we pray for every man and woman of every race and in every kind of need. Make your ways known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Father, as we gather here today in this comfort of this aircon chapel, Father, we just pray for those around the world who are suffering from natural disasters, who are suffering from war. It's one year on in the war, Russia and Ukraine. We pray for those who are not well, who are displaced, who actually are refugees. We pray, Father, that you give them comfort, you give them hope, you give them clarity, and in their dreams, Father, that you give them this love that we just... Uh, sang about and we worship to you. We pray that you will speak to them so they get to know you and they have personal, deep encounters with you, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Oh God, we pray for our church. We pray for the church around the world. Guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit so that all who call themselves Christians may be led in the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in the righteousness of life. Father, we just pray 
for our Singapore Anglican Diocese, our bishops, our clergymen, our lay leaders, Lord. We pray for every one of the members of this congregation, the Chinese congregation, the, the school around us, Lord. We pray for our worship leaders, um, our cell group leaders. Father, we just raise this church up to you. We ask that you continue to multiply. We ask that you continue, Lord, to grow in our hearts, grow in numbers, and grow in our faith, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we um, take this moment to raise each and every member here of All Saints English. We commend to your fatherly goodness all those who are anxious. There are people today here that are anxious. My brothers and sisters, we pray for do us distress in mind or body. Comfort and relieve us in our need. Give us patience in our sufferings, Father, and bring out good of all their troubles. Father, we take a moment to pray for our families here. We pray for each other. We want to bless each other with the love that we just spoke of. We want to just ask for protection, for covering of protection, Lord. And we ask that you'll continue to work in our lives individually to work with us. We're all set on different circumstances. We all have our challenges, our hurts, our pains. Father, build us up so that we can get closer to you as we walk together with you, Lord Jesus. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Congregation, please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Gospel reading for this evening is taken from the Gospel of John, reading from 
chapter 13, reading from verse 31 to 35. Together we say, thank, together we say, glory to Christ, our Saviour. The Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 31. When he was gone, Jesus said, Now the man, the Son of Man, is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This is the word of the Lord. Praise to Christ our Lord. Please be seated, everyone. I'm going to stand here because the light is, is brighter. <laughs> because um, recently, I woke up and my eyes went a bit blur. So uh, if, I, if I bend down and see my script, uh, please forgive me. So good afternoon to everybody. Trust that all of us are keeping well. The COVID cases seems to be a bit rising, so let's be vigilant and alert everywhere we go. So let us pray. Let's look to the Lord uh, to help us this afternoon. Father God, we come before you today. We thank you for the privilege of gathering together in your name to worship you, to hear your word. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and teach us from your word today, fresh insights, new revelations that we can go away and apply in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Indeed, how time passed, we are now in the fourth attribute, love. And Pastor Allen started to unpack this particular attribute last week. And he shared with us from the Gospel of John that how Jesus demonstrated for us what it means to serve one another. It was an example that Jesus showed us. And as his disciples, as the word says, we are to do likewise, how we are to humble ourselves and serve one another. And today, our topic is simply love one another. We have sang the song Love One Another because God is love. But are we really loving one another or what it means at all to love one another? You know, this phrase, love one another, appears many times in the Bible. A friend of mine posted this particular post on Facebook, and I thought I will share this with you. If you count this, this is put together by the Catholic Pope, Francis. If you count this, okay, I think he has made some effort to do this. It's about 13 times, one, three. And we all know that if something in 
in scripture that say more than a few times uh, is something it, it, is, is a subject that we need to pay attention to. So, this phrase, love one another, appears 13 times. So, we better pay attention to what it means to love one another. After all, after all, we know that the Bible is God's love letter to us. And the subject love is a super major theme in the Bible. So, what does it mean to love one another? When you look up a dictionary and you check out the word love, you'll find description like deep affection or strong affection. And here, just take a look at this from Webster Dictionary. It says, defining love, strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. Their attraction based on sexual desire, affection and tenderness felt by lovers. Affection based on admiration, based on common interest and assurance of affection. So we see that there is some um, devotion and some affection that is involved in love. Otherwise, it's no love, okay? So, that, that's, that's what the common dictionary would say. And we all know that translated into the word English, I mean, so, so, translated into the English language as love, that um, has different meaning in the original biblical text. There are four of them that we are familiar with, okay? So, the word agape. Agape means... God's love, rather, or God's unconditional love. And we know this to be the highest form of love. I believe that it is when we experience this great and unconditional love of God that the other three will take a deeper measure, will have a deeper meaning in our lives. It is when we, we understand what God's love for us is like then the rest of the other three meaning of love have a deeper understanding for you and me so the next one is filial it's a love shared between friends or what is commonly known as brotherly love or sisterly love okay then the other one is eros a love shared between a man and a woman in marriage. This morning, we have witnessed a couple pledging their love for one another. And we know Joseph and Joy. Then the other one, the other kind of love that Bible talks about is called storge, which is simply a love that is shared within a family, love that parents show towards their children and it talk about siblings' love. So there are four different kinds of love that, we, that the scripture talk about in the original language. So the highest form is God's love, agape love. And it is from there that the other love finds a deeper expression 
a meaningful expression rather. That having reminded ourselves of what the meaning of love, let's go into the passage that was read to us this afternoon. We continue from last week's passage from the same chapter, the Gospel of John, where Jesus talked about, where Jesus showed the example of servanthood by washing the feet of the disciples. After which, he talked about his death. He talked about him going away. That through his death, Jesus glorified God. We say, and that he went on to say that he was going away. And then, after which, he gave the new commandment that we are, about, that we are to love one another. Why do you think this commandment is so important? And why did Jesus say this at the beginning of his final teaching to his groups of disciples? The, the passage that was read to us just now, it, it, it says that, and when he left, who left? Judas Iscariot. He went to find the high priest okay, to betray Jesus. So after he left, Jesus got these 11 disciples together and gave his final teaching. And this group of disciples have spent about three years together with Jesus. They have experienced a lot of things together as a group, as a pack. And they have a lot of learning experience together with Jesus. You can read all of it in the life and teaching of Jesus in the gospel. And now, the leader of the group says, hello, I'm going away. And where, you, where I go, you cannot go to. If you are one of the 11 disciples, what would be your emotion like then? What will you be thinking when your leader say, hey, I'm going away. And where, you, where I go, you cannot come along. I believe there was a lot of confusion. There were a lot of emotions. I'm sure some of them will say, Alamak, I left everything to follow this man. And now he says he's going away. What am I going to do now? I don't have a job to go back to. I thought that this man is trustworthy. And now after three years, he said bye-bye. So what's going to happen to me? And maybe the disciples, the, the fisherman says, I guess I got to go back fishing ah, so that I can have a livelihood. So there were all kinds of things, all kinds of plans maybe that were going on in their mind when Jesus says, I, I'm going away. So there were, they, they probably didn't understand, quite understand what Jesus was talking about then. So by giving this command, I believe, as we read on in the gospel, I believe that Jesus was telling them that days ahead are going to be challenging without me. And you need to stay together. You need to stay together to support one another. And the key to staying together and support one another is loving one another. 
And it is by loving one another that, we can, that they can support each other and stay together. Of course, Jesus shared and unpacked more in the next few chapters in, the fi- in his final teaching. You know, the Gospel of John is a very interesting Gospel that talks about the life and teaching of Jesus. Why? Because the Gospel of John, the, the Apostle John tells us that one of the things that Jesus emphasized throughout his life and while talking to his disciples is about his relationship, Jesus' relationship with God the Father. That everything that he did was to do the work and the will of the Father. And that he was to fulfill the will of God the Father and to glorify the God, God the Father. And he said this again as we look at this passage. He said this, when he, Judas Iscariot, has gone out, now the, now the Son of Man is glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. In these two verses, the word glorify and glorify appears five times. So it is very important to understand that what Jesus was asking the disciples to do was to glorify God. So I believe that I can safely say this. Loving one another is glorifying God. Loving one another is glorifying God. As much as Jesus seeks to glorify God in his life, I believe that you and I, as fellow disciples of Jesus, want to glorify God in our lives. How many of you want to glorify God in your life? Uh, my eyes are blurred, but I can see only a few hands. <laughs> Let me ask again. How many of us want to glorify God in our lives? Yes, I see more hands now. Thank you. So as much as we want to glorify God and live a life that is worthy of His calling, the key is love one another. And we need one another in this community that we belong to. And why we do that? The best way, of course, is showing our need for each other is to love one another like what we sang just now. You know, I... I always tease my friends uh, that if you do not learn how to accept and love one another within the Christian community, then what is going to happen? You know, sometimes we all know that God has a great sense of humor. This person may become your neighbor in heaven. uh, Then you've got to live eternity with this person next to you. So let's start learning to accept and love one another. Otherwise, this person may become your neighbor. So in loving one another, when we love and when we accept and love one another, what are we doing? We are demonstrating and celebrating God's love. We can celebrate and demonstrate God's love simply because we have experienced the love of God. Just now I talk about 
the agape love. That is the greatest form of love because that's God's love. If we have experienced God's love, then we can demonstrate God's love and celebrate God's love among ourselves. And in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, there's a song, there's a song that goes um, like this. Behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us. Behold what manner of love the Father has given unto us. That we can be sons of God. That we can be called the sons of God. It's from this verse. It, it, it is put into a song because we can demonstrate and celebrate God's love. It says that the reason, and it says, see what kind of love the Father has given unto us. The great measure of God's love. And that's what we are. Because we are God's children. And that it says that the reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. The world cannot understand the love of God because they have not experienced the love of God. The apostle says that the world does not know and experience the fatherly love simply because they do not know Him. But you and I have experienced this love. And we can experience this love by loving one another as well. This great measure of the love of our Heavenly Father. And of course, in loving one another is to glorify God. And when we say we glorify God, what do we seek to do? We seek to lift the name of Jesus high. Correct or not? We seek to lift of the name of Jesus high when we say we glorify Him. And we all know that the Scripture says that when we leave the name of Jesus high, what will He do? He will draw all men to Himself. And that's what we want to do. So we celebrate, we demonstrate and celebrate God's love. It's also to put God's love on the pedestal for everyone to see Him. An American preacher said this, when we love one another, it's like putting Jesus on the billboard. You know what the billboard is, right? It, it, it's an advertising panel that you see along the highway. So you and I are like living, walking advertisement for our God when we learn to love one another. So we know that when we leave the name of Jesus high, we are pointing people to himself. In other words, we, show, we showcase God's love in and through our lives. Of course, with all sincerity, without hypocrisy, and not superficially. You know, we talk so much about God's love to our friends, to our unbelieving friends, in, to our colleagues, at our workplace, to our, our schoolmates, we tell them, God is great, God is love. And then one day you invite them to church. What do you hope for them to experience? 
We want, to, we want them to experience God's love. We want them to see God's love in action amongst us. We want them to go away having experienced God's love in this community that we belong. But if they come and they see us not talking to each other or speaking rudely to each other, when someone comes, we, we say, hey, this person, uh, don't sit there. This person, one kind. One. So if, if we behave like this to one another, what kind of impression do our non-Christian friends have? They will say, hey, you guys. Or would they go away saying, this is truly a Christian community. Glorifying in the way that we love one another is therefore important. And we know that in order to express this love, depends very much on our relationship with our God. The relationship have with, has to do with us abiding in our faith and abiding in His love. The Gospel of John, like I say, is very interesting. That it keeps emphasizing Jesus' relationship with God the Father. And then... We know that John 15, which is actually the part, a part of God's, um, Jesus' conversation with the disciples at this time. We all know that John 15 talks about the branches and, and the vine, that He is the vine, we are the branches, and we are to abide in Him. Let's look at John 15, verse 9 to 10. It says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandment, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in His love. So abiding in Christ, what does it mean? It is about an ongoing relationship with, with God and it's about exercising our spiritual discipline. That is abiding in Him. And by abiding in Him, it will grant us the strength and ability to love Him. I go back to the four, four types of love. It is, it, is where, it is in abiding in Christ that we experience this agape love. Abide in His love. Abide in the agape love. That the other form of love have, can find a deeper measure, a deeper meaning, that we have the strength and ability to love one another through the filial love, family, couples, through the eros love, and family, through the sorge love. It all finds its expression from the agape love. And with of course, without any hidden agenda or ulterior motive. I came across an illustration that talked quite a bit about loving one another. Maybe we can show the video, hmm? the illustration of loving one another. Yeah, this particular video. Can you click on it? I think it should come on. I want to tell you a story. I used to believe that Jesus was a Catholic God, God of the Gentiles. Can you skip the Jesus advert, please? 
So now, what I have is a bicycle wheel. Eh, now think about this video. This wheel is held together by the spokes. There are numerous spokes that are. Hello. Here. I think it's a video. It's not just voiceover. This is the world. Uh, technical. It's a technical issue. Yeah. So can we just listen to the audio? Can we show the video? Is the video sent to you? Now no, sent to you. This is the world around us. Okay, then you don't play. I will explain the video. Okay, anyway, cell leaders, I, have I will be sending you the video. You can show it in your cell group. This video talk about this pastor. It's, a, it's an object lesson who has a bicycle wheel. And he said that, okay, we imagine the bicycle wheel. Huh? He says the bicycle wheel, the rubber on the outside represents the worm. Okay, represents the worm. And the spokes represent you and me, the community, okay, the community of believers, the, the, rubber, the spokes that is inside. And right in the center of that bicycle wheel is what? The hub, right? Then it says, as the spokes come into the hub, it gets closer to one another. And it must, it must be abiding in the hub. So it talks about abiding in the Lord. It's, but if you go away from the hub, I mean, if you go away from the center of the hub, we are far away from one another. And in the bicycle spokes, one spoke cannot tell the other spoke, I don't like you, please go away then the whole bicycle will don't work. It is only when we are connected to the hub that we learn to love one another. When we are connected to the hub, we learn to abide with one another. So the bicycle will illustrate to, for us and tells us that in order to love one another, we need to be connected to the hub, which is in the center. We, we sing that song, Jesus be the center of our lives. And I believe that that's what it means. And then this is the love where we experience that. Then his love can be perfected in us. In 1 John 4, 11 and 12, it tells us, that beloved, if we so love, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. The love of God causes us to reach out to one another and God's love propels us to action. And loving one another, as we see in our, our gospel today, that it is a commandment. It's a command to act. It says here in verse 34, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By, all, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It is a command, church. It is not a suggestion. Yeah, you suka suka, you do. You don't suka, you don't do. But it is a command. It is not a suggestion. It is not merely a good idea. It is not merely doing good. 
it calls for action. Of course, there are some times that we, you and me struggle in loving another person. Then if we struggle to accept and love another person, we run the risk of disobeying this command. Eh? And we can demonstrate in many ways, okay, celebrate God's love in many ways, care and pray for one another, reach out to people who are not well, visiting people who are homebound. We all know this famous um, guy, Gary Chapman, Chapman, who talked about the language of love, the languages of love. Very quickly, can I have the next slide? Thank you. These five languages of love. So very quickly, we'll look at the five languages of love. First of all, what do we have? We have words of affirmation. It's verbal expression of love, appreciation, and encouragement. And our dear Ming Wee has just demonstrated to us just now by telling the worship team, hey guys, I love you all. I appreciate what you have done and the hard work that you have done. You, it, it, it also means saying thank you, appreciate what someone else has done, and putting a pat on the shoulder and say, hey, great job. Words of information. The second one is quality time. I think a lot of people are very good in this. Hey, Carl, let's go have a cup of coffee and let's talk. Giving time with undivided attention. Having a cup and lending our listening ear to a friend and just catching up with one another. Quality time, physical touch. Of course, connection with appropriate the word is appropriate physical touch. Of course, it can be quite sensitive today. Eh? That's why the word appropriate is there. So it also means um, holding someone's hand when you're praying for that person, a pat on the shoulder, and say, hey, well done. Hey, it's okay. You know? So physical touch. And acts of service, we talked about this the last time. The selfless, thoughtful action of kindness. And of course, acts of kindness, we talked about this a few weeks ago, so we don't need to go into much details. Then receiving gifts, tangible tokens of appreciation and thoughtfulness. We do not need to wait until a festive occasion, a special occasion to buy a gift for someone. You go for holiday, the Lord put a person in your mind and say, hey, this person may need this, buy if you can some small token of appreciation and just be a blessing, learning to be a blessing. Of course, practically, I know that we do struggle to love the unlovable. The unlovable? Who are the unlovable? Uh, uh, according to your whims and fancy, who are the unlovable? Someone, uh, yeah, this person always respond in such a negative way manner, unlovable, cross out. I don't want to talk to that person again. Who are the unlovable? Remember that God created this unlovable person as well and went to the cross for this person as well. So if we, like I say, if we don't learn to love, accept and love one another, then we run the risk of not glorifying God. 
we run the risk of not abiding in the Lord. Then we run the risk of not obeying the command of God. However, let us learn to love one another in demonstration of God's love in and through us. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word that through us you want, you want your name to be glorified. Through us, Lord, we know that we want to glorify your name. Through us, Lord, you want, to, you want us to celebrate and demonstrate your love to the world so that they will know that we are your disciples. Help us, Lord, to obey this commandment that you have given to us. Because, because God, this formed the last word of Jesus on the, before he went to the cross. So help us. Help us, we pray, that we will learn to stand together as one. We pray all this in Jesus' name. We have a video for the response song.
Congregation, let us stand for the peace. Thank you, Pastor Mabel, for the wonderful message to remind us that we ought to love one another. And therefore, let us together, we affirm that we are the body of Christ, and in one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Let us then pursue all that makes for peace and builds up our common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us share this peace. Everyone, uh, it's now time for offertory. So the offertory bag will be passed around. So if you'd like to give to the Lord, uh, you may just uh, put your offering into the bag. Otherwise, you can also pa just pass it uh, to the person beside you. And we also sing the offertory song right now. Christ alone, cornerstone. 
For three sentences, we say this together. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendor, and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you, and of your own do we give you. The Lord is here. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right. It is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your only Son, our Lord, for He is your living Word. Through Him, you have created all things from the beginning and form us in your own image. Through Him, you have freed us from the slavery of sin giving him to be born as man and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him, you have sent upon us your holy and life-giving spirit and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name forever, praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let us kneel as we are able. Accept our praise, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, and as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit that this gift of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed, he took bread, gave you thanks, and he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood for the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Together. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Therefore, Heavenly Father, remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross and proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. As we look for his coming in glory, we celebrate with this bread and this cup his one perfect sacrifice. Accept through him our high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, 
and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, through him and with him and in him, by the power of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in heaven and earth, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Together, blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, we break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. The prayer of humble access. Together we pray. We do not presume to come to this, your table. Merciful Lord, trusting We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. Brothers and sisters, draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith and thanksgiving.
Dear beloved of God, let us give thanks to the Father. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise that when we are still far off, you met us in your Son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace, and opened the gate of glory. May we who shed Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink this cup bring life to others. We whom the Spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope that you have set before us so that we and all your children shall be free and the whole earth live to praise your name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Together, Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, we offer you our soul and body to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. Receive this, the blessing from the Lord. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and mind in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Mighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be always with you and remain with you always. Amen. All right, uh, we are going to close the service with this closing song. Shall we rise? Let's remember God's commandment to love Him with all our hearts and also to love one another. So let's sing this song, Only a God Like You. If you can, let's clap along. Yeah. Praises of man, I will never ever stand. For the kingdoms of this world, I'll never give my heart away. I shout my praise, my allegiance and devotion, my heart's desire and no emotion. Go to serve the man who died upon that tree. Only a God, only a God like you could be worthy of my praise and all my hope and faith. To only a king of all kings, do I bow my knee and sing, give my everything. Only a God like you could be worthy of my praise and all my hope and faith. To only a king of all kings, do I bow my knee and sing, give my everything. To only my maker, my father, my savior, redeemer, restorer, rebuilder, rewarder. To only a God like you. I give my praise. Oh, 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 oh. The praises of man, I will never ever stand. For the king 
kingdoms of this world I'll never give my heart away or shout my praise my allegiance and devotion my heart's desire and knowing devotion go to serve the man who died upon that tree yeah, yeah. only a God like you Father, my Savior, Redeemer, Restorer, Rebuilder, Rewarder, to only your God like you, do I give my praise. Jesus, Lord, we worship you. And let's bring the blessings of God to wherever we go. Shall we continue, Lord? Um, Father, as we continue, Lord, to live our lives for you, Father, we pray, Lord, that you will walk with us. You will help us, Lord, to overcome every challenge that comes along the way. So, Father, bless us and let us have a good weekend um, so that, Father, we will remember, God, that we are saved, Lord, um, by your grace. And Lord, we are called to love others, Lord, just like how you have loved us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Service is over. Refreshments are at the side hall. So do join us at the side. Yeah. Thank you and see you next week. <laughs>